found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it is a Friday uh, TGIF edition of Tidbits. And uh, good morning to you, Matthew. A big good morning to you, my friend. Oh, good to see you. It's Friday. Things are just wonderful. <laughs> just wonderful. <laughs> Didn't ask for more. Uh, no, no, no. Tail end of the month, indeed. Tomorrow's it, the final day of September. Yeah, it's hard, hard to, to believe. believe. But uh, here we are, and we'll start with uh, news that's, I suppose, pretty common knowledge. Really, a typical American cannot afford to buy a home in a growing number of communities across the nation. It's getting worse to buy a home. Hmm. Researchers analyzed the median home prices last year for about 575 U.S. counties, and they found that the home price in 99% of those areas are beyond the reach of the average income earner who makes $72,214 a year. I know you're right in there. Housing experts. That's the average? (laughs) Dang. (laughs) The Housing experts point to a couple of trends driving up housing costs. Mortgage rates have topped 7%, adding hundreds of dollars per month to a potential house payment. So if you've got a variable rate, you're paying the price right now. Right. At the same time, homeowners who locked in at a lower mortgage rate during the pandemic have opted not to sell out due to fear of having to buy yet another property at today's elevated rates, Mm. depleting the supply of homes for sale. And that's basically what they're saying. Right. So, it, you know, I if you didn't lock yourself in at a lower rate, you know, and you would have been silly not to, maybe you thought it'd go even lower and you, yeah. but uh, no, no, they've gone up. Still not what it was in the uh, early 80s of, what was it, 13, 14%, something oh, yeah. like that, yeah. mortgage rates. I'm pretty sure my parents were, were it was that terrible. high. Terrible. Those. Is terrible back then, but still uh, pretty high for a mortgage at seven percent. I remember my mom was so stressed because their their house payment was upwards of six hundred dollars a month, which is a lot back then. I know, but you it's know? like you think about that now. It's yeah. like, gosh, how many people would love to have that payment? You know. <laughs> but in today's standards, it'd be you know over a grand, well over. Oh, now. for sure. Yeah, yeah easy. Now, this is uh, something that uh, might happen to you and your family. A couple suing Disney World after they say a water slide caused a painful wedgie (laughs) and severe injury. (laughs) I'm calling my lawyers. You gave me a painful wedgie. Come on, man. The lawsuit is focused on Typhoon Lagoon (laughs) and the 214-foot water slide called Humunga Cowabunga. (laughs) People plummet down a near vertical five-story drop, and you go uh, without a raft or a tube. The complaint said (laughs) riders can reach speeds approaching 40 miles per hour. And before they go down the slide, they're told to cross their legs at the ankles. (laughs) 
Now, to hold that position, if you're terrorized, for instance, it's going right. to be difficult. Okay. I mean, you're going. I mean, you you you're laying back. Okay. All right. You're laying down, and you got your your legs crossed. Yeah. And then you just fall. Okay. And then you. All right. So it's like any rational person would look at that and say, "Wow, I'm probably going to get a wedgie from that." Okay. Is it debilitating? I. I don't know. Millions of people have been down that slide, so. Now, the lawsuit said, in this woman's case, (laughs) when she went down the slide near the end, her body lifted up. She became airborne and was slammed downward against the slide, which increased the likelihood of her legs becoming uncrossed. So she came down and... Airborne. And she gets airborne. Yeah. And and you panic a little Mm. and cross your legs. Think you're gonna fall so off. then you turn into a starfish like <laughs> we'll have to see that footage okay that's, right don't they have footage you would think so they allege that her impact into the standing water at the bottom caused a painful wedgie and immediate bleeding bleeding yeah the lawsuit said an ambulance took the lady to the hospital. She was eventually taken to another hospital for a specialist. It continued on to say she suffered severe and permanent bodily injury to her private area and damaged her internal organs. Really, is it? I mean, come on. It sounds pretty serious. Now... She and her husband are suing Disney for more than $50,000. They're accusing the company of negligence and say Disney failed to provide her and other writers with proper protective clothing and failed to warn them of inherent uh, dangers. Protective clothing? Are you supposed to put on You've got to probably start wearing a belt. (laughs) Covers your privates. A swimming belt? Is that what you mean? Like a... Come on. I mean, no. it sounds like she may have really been, you know... Yeah, but... I don't see how Disney's at fault here. It sounds like a freak accident. Because, I mean, think of how many people go down that slide every... Not just every year, every day. Yeah. And there have probably been a few that uh, have said, man, that kind of hurt. <laughs> okay. Right. You know? But uh, I don't know. This was a painful wedgie. Now, I would think, you know, it would have taken several minutes to dig it out, wouldn't it? If it was painful. You think. And again, (laughs) I went through several painful wedgies between my brother and other older friends of his that Mm -hmm. thought it was funny (laughs) to pull up your underwear. Okay. Right, right. And it hurt. Okay. It wasn't pleasant. And oftentimes they'd rip your band. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're limited underwear anyway as a youth. (laughs) It's true. You know, finding clean ones to wear when you're traveling was difficult when your mom told you to change your underwear. That's right. (laughs) Why, Why did that matter that you had to have clean underwear? Why... Did you ever hear the thing of this is kind of an old timer thing that you need to put on clean underwear before you go out in case you're in a car accident? Right. 
You ever heard that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why did that matter? That's what I'm saying. Like why? Odds are, if you're in terror before you have the accident, you're going to crap them anyway, right? Okay. Is it uncouth to have dirty underwear on when you're, you know, bleeding internally? I mean, is that what's the deal? I don't understand. Now, for me, it was difficult to find uh, some that uh, didn't have track marks. Mm. Okay. You know, you're a youngster. You know, you're not. Uh, yeah, you, you know, you've got rings you, around you, your you, neck. You, you aren't know you? how to do things. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I never understood the whole. Don't put on clean underwear in case you get in a wreck. What? Why? Now, do they? Uh, you know, I don't know. The only thing they could do is supply riders of this ride with some sort of a belt. You know, you got to have varying sizes because of the different sizes of people. Like, what would that you do, though? You protect your private area. It's got to be a private area protecting the device, okay? So it's like, so it's like a community, like, chastity belt thing there you, that you put on? Kind of like that, yes. With padding. <laughs> With padding. <laughs> okay, step right up. I don't know how you can avoid. And not- it's like, anybody that goes down that, you know you're going to get, like, you just know. it's gonna You're going to get a wedgie. You're doing like 60 miles an hour at the bottom. Where do you, where do you think your pants are going to go? In some cases, I presume, you know, tops may fly off. Oh, for yeah. sure. hundred <laughs> percent. What a vacation to remember. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, this lady basically has ruined her family's vacation. Okay. <laughs> if you think about it. Okay. <laughs> Now my underwear went straight up in my <laughs> No, I'm not all right. Jim, help me pick this out. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Because they're always going to ask the husband to dig it out. Okay. Uh, I I just I would never dream it, but uh, 50,000 seems like I mean, if you're that seriously injured, wouldn't it be more? Really? I would think. I mean, seriously. I would think. I mean. That seems kind of light as far as the figure, especially if you've got internal injuries and you've suffered severe and permanent, permanent bodily injury. I just, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. But don't they have video? Because, you know, it's like the log rides. They got you coming down the thing. Pictures. I mean, I would think. Don't they have video of this that shows when you come down? And I, I, you know, I don't imagine. Know. So, anyway, there you go. So, be careful if you go there. That's all we can say is be careful. Perhaps I could start working for Disney and you and I could devise a belt. <laughs> It'd have to vary in size from, <laughs> say, you know, 20 inches, you know, for the smaller rider. Mm-hmm. Up to what Five, now? 50. 50. <laughs> yes, 60, 70. Belts. <laughs> it's this looks like a long python. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't you? Okay, so maybe the idea is to go down with your legs crossed. Yeah. And your hands in the position. They, they, make, of, you, they make you do this. Oh, you got to keep them on your you shoulder. You got to keep your hands oh, crossed gee. up on your shoulder. Yeah. So. Did you hold your position all the way through? I've, I've never done one. Oh. 
I thought because, maybe you'd been on Because it. I look at those and I say, you know what? That's probably not for me. <laughs> and you're going down shirtless. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I have gone down water slides where okay. they have, you know, where the pieces come together. There's a seam. You know what I mean? And every time you hit the seam, it it's like you're getting gut punched, man. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Now, that's good old American fun. That is good old American fun. It reminded me of my childhood playing on playground equipment that was nowhere near safe. Jagged and metal. Yes, metal, sharp edges. So there you go. So be careful if you go there for your vacation. You know, you may want to travel there during the winter or next spring. So uh, keep that in mind that that could be treacherous. It is. 6.37, we've got some messages, and we'll be back with tidbits. This is Tidbits. It is a Friday edition of Tidbits. Now, I want you to listen to this. Okay. Because uh, this is from California. They do all kinds of things in California. Fast food workers in that state will earn a minimum of $20 an hour under a new bill signed into law Thursday by Governor Gavin Newsom. The median fast food worker in the U.S. earns $13.43 an hour. That was in 2022. Mm -hmm. While those in California made an average of 1660. The new minimum which takes effect in April equates to an annual salary of 416. There you go. But again, you're in California. Yeah. Welcome to the world of $17 Big Macs. It's got to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know what fast food costs there. It's got to be higher than here oh, and for we sure. think it's outrageous here. Right. I can't imagine, let alone that Auto Plaza. Out there in the east, that's you know, $22 combo meal. It's unreal. Yeah. So it's got to be similar to that in California, right? You would think. I mean, you would think so, yeah. And again, you wonder why that average income is 72 grand. You got to figure in those kinds of states. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just un- unbelievable. Right. In addition to the higher wages, this law establishes a fast food council. Okay, you can tell Grandma at Thanksgiving. I'm the secretary for the fast food council. Okay, sweetie. <laughs> Ask Marianne. <laughs> Including uh, representatives for both workers and employers that can approve further pay increases and set standards for working conditions. Okay. So it's going to turn in, you know, right now you got to have issues, I would think, with your workers doing what they're supposed to do to begin with. For sure, yeah. The overall minimum wage in California is at fifteen fifty. Did you know that? I didn't. I mean, I knew it was high. But that's their overall minimum wage in that state. Yeah. Gosh. Among the highest of any state. Well, yeah. The federal minimum wage, which we see in this neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Is seven and a quarter, or fifteen thousand eighty dollars a year for an employee working forty hours a week, which back in my early days of radio would have been fantastic. Oh, absolutely! 
Absolutely. You see what I brought home, Ma? <laughs> <clears throat> uh. So if you work for seven twenty-five an hour, forty hours a week, you make fifteen thousand eighty dollars. I, I I came to this town to make fifteen grand, and then I got I got bumped up to seventeen six months later. I don't know why it was structured that way, but it was. It was a terrible structure. <laughs> but you know, we'll start you out here and then after six months we'll bump you up to here. Your thing, boss. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I picked a bad field. <laughs> you know. Well. My hopes of a, a decent sporting year are going down the drain quickly. The Cubs have lost three in a row to Atlanta. They only have three games to play now, and that's against Milwaukee. And I don't think the Cubs are going to make it now into the playoffs. It's not looking like they will. Packers. I was going to say, how about them Packers? They lost last night to Detroit, 34-20. Detroit, for the first time in how long has it been? They were actually in first place. Yeah. So anyway. Well, they should be. How many number one picks do they have on that team? Well, well, Cleveland had the same thing for year after year after year. Quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. That went nowhere. That went nowhere, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I. in case you're interested, by the way, the USFL and XFL announced a merger. Oh. Okay. Remember that we were trying to support that one team the one year, the Bombardiers or whatever they Something were. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And the league folded halfway through the season. Yep. So now they're merging together like that's going to make much difference. Do you think it's going to? I just don't think an outside league can survive. The uh, games were televised by NBC, Fox, and FS1 The uh, in the old days. Ten of the 16 cities that are home for a spring team are in NFL markets. All right, so they already have teams. The XFL's games were on ABC and ESPN. It remains to be seen whether the merger will lead to an increased presence on those networks. Do you care? Okay. (laughs) I don't care. More importantly, do you care? That's not the time of year I'm watching football. That's just not right. That's baseball season. So, again, I don't think it's probably going to survive. It's difficult. Well, you never know. Now, what do you think about this? The new uh, Yahoo News, (laughs) YouGov poll, finds that 41% of Americans think the flu is either about the same or more severe than COVID. Hmm. Now, again, we knew people back in the era of COVID that were very serious and died. We knew people that died. We we knew. Lost their lives. Legit lost their lives to it. I mean, it was pretty serious business. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Yeah. But now we've gone beyond that, and now it just seems like I don't really know of anyone that I know that's seriously ill right now with COVID. I, I you know, I. But we went through that terrible phase. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Forty-one percent believe that COVID's more severe. Thirty-four percent said COVID and the flu are about the same. Seven percent said the flu's more severe. The survey also found that 18% just weren't sure. <laughs> well, the weird thing about COVID, even you know back then, yeah. is one person could get it and yeah. they're on a ventilator. Yeah, Another yes, person yes. could get it and it's like they have a headache for a few days yeah, and yeah. they get a fever and then it's pretty much over. Yeah. You know, it was bizarre that way. And I'm sure 
that even though I had the Johnson and Johnson, which didn't last very long, the <laughs> who knows what I got? Yeah, the one doser from that uh, shot. Yeah, but I'm sure at some point in time since then I've had it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it was never meant to yeah keep it from from you getting it. It was right. just meant to lessen the effects of it. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know. Right. But I'm sure I have. Maybe on was, multiple occasions. If you can lessen the effects of it, then the less severe it would right. be, you know. But I think when it first came out, people thought that kept you from ever getting it. Yeah, that was never the case. And it was it, never you know, the case. It was misinterpreted. Yeah. And a lot of people just thought that way. Yeah, never the case. Now, this is good news for us. Taking at least 50 steps climbing stairs each day. All right, so you got to do this every day could significantly slash your risk of heart disease. A study found that climbing more than five flights of stairs daily could reduce risk of cardiovascular disease by 20%. Wow. Now, nobody, you know, I mean, unless you're really into the health scene, Mm -hmm. really likes to, to do that. But, you know, I mean, think about it here. Where do we have... A fifth story that you've got flight uh, a flight of stairs that you could do this practice. Mm. All right, you got to have at least five floors. Yeah, so you'd have to you know look pretty hard or do. I guess you could do one you know three floors two and a half times. You know, (laughs) right? You go up, come down. Go up, come down. Go up, come down. I mean, with a hospital, is it uh, high enough? Would it be five? Might be. I you know. Would uh, the PNC building downtown? Could be. But you, you've got places. Uh, then you got Even the, the county uh, building's got, uh, what, three floors. Yeah. And then you got um, the stair climber thing at the yeah. Y. Yeah, you can go there. Yeah. Man, when I watch, when I go to the Y and see people on that thing, they look miserable. Like, I mean, <laughs> more, <laughs> more than any other machine, the people on the stair climb, they look absolutely miserable. <laughs> I mean, you see them, you look over, and they're all, like, like bent over and, you know. Yeah. But it's good. Ah, you know, you, I guess so. You've got to go through it to, uh, to be in good shape. So there you go. We've come to uh, 6.50 on this Friday morning. What you got going on the weekend? So, okay, I have a jam, I mean, jam-packed. Jam-packed. Okay. Okay. My brother's getting married this weekend. Oh, my. So we have his rehearsal tonight. Okay. All right. And then the wedding tomorrow, which okay. I'm I'm officiating. Oh, that wedding. How about that? Yeah. What has there ever been a case where the officiating individual is also a best man? Has that ever happened in the history? No, of I don't weddings? know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's probably. A good point. All right. I don't know. But yeah, so I'm officiating the okay. wedding. All right. Uh, Sunday, leading music at church, and then oh. we have the fall choral preview. Oh my! This that is very busy. It's very busy. That's going to keep you hopping. I feel like there was something else on Saturday. But I, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be reminded. I'm sure. <laughs> you'll think you're off the hook. Oh, yeah, but oh, oh we got to go. <laughs> Next week, I have a thing in Indianapolis Monday. Okay. Right? All right. I'm the MC for the uh, political forum yeah, yeah, on Wednesday. Okay. And then uh, I am preaching at Celebrate Recovery Friday, and then I'm preaching Sunday at church. Wow. And then I think I'm having a birthday party on Saturday. Oh. Now, whose birthday would that be, Matt? Well, it'd be mine. Oh, my. <laughs> and how old will little Matty be? I'll be 48. <laughs> 48 years old. 
Oh, the kid's turning into an old man. Who we? <laughs> so that's it. <clears throat> is that your official date of birth? Is October Saturday? 4th. 4th. Is, yeah. At the, uh, so your party will be on the weekend. Yeah. Although your birthday is officially on the 4th. All right. I'll be at the um, political forum. Okay. Celebrating your birthday. I'll be saying things like, Time, time, <laughs> sir, thank you. Thank you for your comp- time. <laughs> All right, we'll look forward to that. There you go. Okay. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.